This is exactly right. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Bananas Minisode, where we take your stories and mm-hmm. confessions, tell mm-hmm. our stories and confessions, and mm-hmm. we all just have a really good time. I'm Kurt Brownholer. I'm Banana Boy number two, Scotty Landis, watching somebody almost back into my car. Love that. FedEx, take her easy. That your driveway is the... Yeah. It, it is a heart attack to drive yes. in. It is insane. So for people who don't know, Scotty like lives in the jungles of, of <laughs> Echo Angeles. Park. Yeah. And like he's on the edge of a cliff in such a way that the roads are they're terrifying. I yeah. feel like I'm in some other part of the world when I drive yeah. down your road. And then coming into his thing, there just happens to be like five units mm-hmm. that all share this tiny little parking lot. Mm-hmm. And there's always cars in every one. And it's like, mm-hmm. I think when I when I do it, I'm backing up and I'm just yes. inching back, inching, yes. inching, inching to like turn around and then be at a 45 degree angle that yes. have to accelerate out without touching any other car. So yes. scary. Yep, I've had like a house. I've had people uh, house sit for me when I'm away at work, and I've had like a couple assistants over the years. But I had one Uber driver, this nice young woman, and it was raining, which is so rare in LA. And my street is a single lane street. Um, Just to give an idea of how narrow it is, it used to connect to, it used to be a through street, but now it's a dead end because during the 1994 earthquake, part of the road collapsed and so they the city of la was like yeah we don't need it so they never fixed it so the bottom of my hill wow is yeah you can walk it and like to me if there was ever a fire it is my escape route but this young woman picks me up in the rain and she as soon as i get in i'm like hey thanks for getting me uh she just starts going am i okay and i said you're okay she goes, am I okay to drive back up there? And she's like, I have to go back up. I'm like, yeah, it's a dead end. She's like, am I okay? And then we went, I would say, <laughs> under five miles an hour in this little Prius. And she just kept asking me, am I okay? Oh. Over, And I go, yeah, 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 you're okay. I was like, do you want me to get out and drive? She's like, no, no, no. And I'm like, go 50 more feet, 50 more feet, and we'll get there. It was so, I felt like, I, I'm sure I tipped her $20, but she, she thought in her mind she was sliding off the side of the yeah. hill and down onto the five. And was it nighttime as well? It was night. Oh yeah, I mean it's it, so it disorienting. Was... Rain, nighttime. You might as well be in a in a in a, in a tornado Paulo. for yeah, exactly. for people who live in Los Angeles. <laughs> That's right. It was fantastic. Well, I have a story. Okay. I know we're mostly doing confessions now, but we had one that you and I had discussed for a while, and we thought we recorded. Yeah. But we hadn't recorded it. So, the wandering Catherine sent this in. 
Uh, great name. Um, and I'm going to read it. Hey, Banana Boys. I have a story for you. I know you said you're on a bit of a dry spell, so uh, here is... Oh, maybe this will help. My father, who passed in 2020, was absolutely wild. He was a drummer in the 1970s. He was a stuntman and a stunt double for Clint Eastwood. Yes. And he was a lover of Black Sabbath. This guy lived. This guy guy, lived. Yeah. That is a complete life. Absolutely. So much so that he dressed up as Ozzy Osbourne, to pick me up from school several times uh, to the disdain of my principal. Anyways, about three years ago, I got a call from my very irate dad. He was at 7-Eleven where he drove every single day to buy a 24-ounce black coffee. He was sitting in his car blasting Black Sabbath, (laughs) playing air guitar and headbanging. He was 65 at this point, by the way. A concerned patron called 911 thinking my father was having a seizure. (laughs) I mean, I kind of get it. The cops and ambulance came, and it was a whole ordeal. My dad explained it was just rocking out to his favorite song, getting amped for the day. It was 6 a.m. in Chicago. The cashier felt so bad, she gave him the coffee for free for a while. Anyways, just a typical day in the life of my wild dad. I know he'd love knowing I shared this, though I'm pretty sure he has he would have had no idea what a podcast was. Thanks for having the best dang podcast ever in existence. Love the wandering Catherine. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Catherine. Your dad seems awesome. R.I.P. Um Oh man. Also what a you guy. Have, that's a cool that's a cool dude. Also you have to wonder about the person who's working at 7-Eleven who yeah. sees that and yes. they think they're doing a good thing. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, when it, if you see an old person shaking, call yeah. 911. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, if it's not, it's a funny story. It's a funny the, story if not. But, it is. It um, is. God, it's so good. My, uh, my Well, I'll, I'll use a code name. My Uncle Tippy. My Uncle Tippy uh, at my grandmother's. My, my mom had, was one of eight, big Catholic family. Mm-hmm. One of her oldest brothers. Uh, we, my grandmother dies. And I go back to Maryland. I think I was in college. And between the funeral ceremony or service at this big Catholic church and then the burial, we ride uh, with my uncle Tippy, my mom, dad, myself, and Tippy. So we ask, how you doing? Like, you know, how, how you yeah. been besides mom dying or whatever? And he goes, well, I got a job. And we were like, that's great. He goes, I go and make... Coffee at Royal Farms. For those who don't know, mm, Royal Farms Royal is Farms. like a Seven Eleven. It's yeah. a it's a regional convenience store that has fantastic fried chicken. Some of the best fried chicken it, you'll ever have. The fried chicken's amazing. I remember the first time I had Royal Farms. They also had quarter hot dogs, and wow, yeah, quarter hot dogs at the at the one in uh, Charles Village. And yes. I was like, that's when I gave up eating, not eating red meat at 18. I bet. You, yeah. You, you were survival mode. You I was like, I got to pay for my own food and hot dogs or a quarter. I'm eating meat. Yeah. So, so my Uncle Tippy goes, yeah. So I make coffee at 6 a.m. for five Royal Farms and they all pay me whatever they pay them. And we're like, hey, that's great. You know, he was old. He was probably 70-ish at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was an older gentleman. And so... Uh, he's like, but what I really do it for is to to meet women, and you know, he, he had been a bachelor for a long time. He's, uh, never married, uncle. never married, uh, married probably a few times. Okay, like okay. yeah, Uncle Tippy was a wild card. Yeah, and uh, still alive actually. And that's so a, that's great. W- my dad goes, 
Really? You get up in the morning <laughs> and you make coffee and you meet women. And he goes, oh, yeah. And my mom, who, again, is his younger sister, he's like, <laughs> are you going out with these women? Like, are you are you dating these women? And he turns to her as only like an older sibling can to a younger sibling. And he goes, Marianne, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. <laughs> Just bragging about picking up older ladies, old divorcees, <laughs> and widowers, or widows. Uh, you know, and this brag is happening between <laughs> the ceremony for my his mother dying <laughs> and burying her. Things are oh. going pretty good for Uncle Tippy at this time in his life. Yeah, like shooting fish in a barrel. <laughs> I love bragging about meeting old ladies at, <laughs> while making coffee. Also, I put it in every script too. But uh, oh, I, th- I, I get it because when and it's already happening to me. You know that I wake up earlier. Like I can't sleep till ten a.m. or eleven a.m. Like you could in your twenties or your teens. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. The older you get, it just seems you pop up when the sun's up and you go to Royal Farms. You grab a coffee. You talk to. <laughs> Uncle Tippy, you flirt. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, Maybe I also get a crab would, cake later. I would imagine that it's also like that he's not actually going on dates with these women, but that he has a like what you said, a, a flirtatious relationship yes. with yes. them. They come in, they flirt a little, and that's really all you w- want. I think that's at all you 70. want. Seventy. Yeah. yeah, maybe maybe you want to you go out. I mean, my mom got married again at sixty four. You know. Yeah. Um, so maybe you want more at that at that age. I just can't imagine even being interested. Yeah, in, I hope in, not. In like, I I honestly believe like now as an older man, I don't think in ten years I'm going to be like can't wait to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Maybe it'll. Who maybe knows? It'll be maybe, like cocoon. maybe maybe it just crazier. keeps maybe it just keeps increasing. But I can imagine just being like, I'd like to go on a walk with someone. <laughs> yes. Were you were you the one? Did you have the joke or the story about Royal Farms that used to just pump cheese into Fritos or something like that? Was that was actually even though we were in Baltimore, that was a Seven Eleven. Yeah, that oh, was. Um, yeah, we had a, something we would call Baltimore Burrito, which was you get Oots potato <laughs> chips, uh, and uh, if you bought anything at Seven Eleven, uh, the chili and cheese are free. So we would buy Oots potato chips. And then pump chili and cheese directly into the bag and then shake oh. it up. And then you could just squeeze it into your mouth like some sort of disgusting charcuterie toothpaste. I mean, that um, sounds so good. Honestly, yeah. like in college, it's like and, the original yeah. Hot Pocket. Oh, yeah. Get drunk. Do that. Everybody would do that. So you're just like, it's a 99 cents for like a big bag of its potato oh. chips. We fill it all the way up with chili and cheese and share it. And then once we put it in the fridge... Because you, you like you're twisting it like you're, it's rolled yeah, up like by the end to get it all out, yeah. um, and then once we put it in the fridge, That's so funny. <laughs> before we passed out, and we woke up in the morning, and then like peeled, you know, it hardened and congealed in of the course. night, and then we like peeled the bag off of it and saw what we were eating, and it was it's the most upsetting <laughs> yeah. because the shape of it was upsetting, <laughs> the coloring of it, the little pieces of potato chips stuck in it was disgusting yes Yes. it's like this is what we're doing this is what we're doing to ourselves yeah like like all people that get older it's like i don't eat as much dairy as i used to like lactose sensitivity or whatever but Mm -hmm. like somebody got a huge thing of nachos from like a baseball game and they're like can you eat that i'm like if you think there's dairy in this you have lost (laughs) your mind this is just like eating plastic and my body seems to love eating plastic (laughs) totally good with me 
Uh, well, speaking of mm-hmm. Baltimore, well, that, that's where I went to college, but yes. uh, we do have a, a college confession here, Scott. I love a confession. College confession. <laughs> this is a beautiful one. Not gonna, I'm not going to reveal who sent this in because yeah, it's a confession. If you specify it's a confession, then we will not share your information. Okay? Never. Never once. Here it is. Oh, college. I lived in the girls' rugby house. Insane already. Yeah, already what? Also, she doesn't say that she was on the rugby team, but rather that she lived in the girls' rugby house. And the boys' rugby team would break in and steal our food. So strange. Double things are weird already. Yes. So, that's how many O's she used. One day, we go and buy (laughs) some cheap steak, put them in a Ziploc bag, throw some seasoning in there, Mm. and each take turns peeing in the bags on the steak. (laughs) Five girls, five different steaks. That weekend, first off, rugby, rugby, (laughs) rugby women are different. Nobody goes harder. That is a bold choice. Five girls, five different steaks. That weekend, we had an away game, and surprise, surprise, the stakes were gone. They never said anything, but man, it felt good. <laughs> oh, they, oh, that is a great prank, first of all. That is like retaliation at yeah. its highest form. Good for, yeah, no, there are no better people in the world to drink beers with than rugby playing women, or I guess they's and them's too. Yeah. I mean, it's just so, they go so hard but they're gregarious yes they are very fun yeah very true because it's like it takes a certain person to play rugby do you know what i mean because it's like off the norm it's not uh your softball game it's not volleyball it's you got to find a rugby team there aren't high school female rugby teams very rare you search these people out it is a fun time i agree 100 percent. i'm not not going to eat any of the steaks, though, but uh, a fun no, time. No, no. Yeah, I'm never going to eat a meal in the women's <laughs> rugby house. I, a guy that I went to high school with played rugby in college, and they and I might have said this early, early, early on bananas, but um, part of their initiation, they didn't like haze, but like if you were a freshman, you had to go through a little bit of hell, was they had to uh, get naked. The rugby men love getting naked. It's like yes. uh, they really, really like let it all hang out. And then the thing they had to do is they would stand um, on the front steps of the rugby house, and then they would have to stick toilet paper between their butt cheeks, and then you would lower it like a tail to the ground, and then you'd rip it off. So you had one long strand of toilet paper from butt to grass. Okay. And then they had to... Um, they would light the bottom on fire, and they had to do a full <laughs> lap around their house before it caught up to their ass. <laughs> but wait, do it was a big ass house. <laughs> but he said it like burns so fast, like crazy fast. <laughs> but also, what's crazy is that like if you're running, doesn't the toilet paper fall? The toilet paper roll fall out of your butt cheeks? Do you know what I, I mean? mean? I think you pinch one end in your butt cheeks and i think that's the thing if it does i think you have to do it again so you kind of pinch your butt and then you do a penguin run around the house while you hope the flames don't get up to your your gooch i guess but i always thought that was like 
that's just good old-fashioned college fun. But we spent the rest of the conversation just saying who was crazier, like lacrosse players or rugby players. And those conversations are so wild and so fun. They just go harder. I think the lacrosse people go harder because they're usually preppy kind of rich kids, so they can get away with more stuff. Uh And I think the rugby kids are the fun kids. And as an adult, like when I'm on a set or whatever, I always befriend like and they'll be like, oh, I played, I played rugby at Michigan. Oh, I played rugby at the naval. And I'm like, these are great people, men and women. They are. It's the most fun. It's yeah, the most fun thing to do. I always thought that rugby was the same thing as Australian rules football. Right. But then I saw I dated an Australian, and she was like, "We have to watch Australian rules football." And I was like, "Okay, great." And I thought we we're going to watch rugby. And we go yes. to a bar that happened to be playing Australian rules football. If you have never seen <laughs> Australian rules football, it is. It's neither football nor nope. rugby. It's nope. just. It's insane. I think it's played. If I'm not wrong, in a giant circle like it's uh and they have a ball that looks somewhat like a rugby ball which is like a larger similar a larger american football but then they bounce it have you ever seen this it's insane they like bounce past a oblong ball to each other and it it just never stops it's people getting destroyed and tackled it is probably and then just like and then people doing this insane thing of bouncing a football on its side for like far distances and no no one has any like a protective covering on or anything and i was like this is what it was like to must have been to grow up in australia whereas like this was what was considered like a normal thing that men did and that's why i found out recently i was doing research my kid was watching uh my kids were watching the wiggles and um, man, I hate the Wiggles. I deeply hate the Wiggles. I don't are you familiar with is. the Wiggles? No. What the heck is the Wiggles? The Wiggles are from Australia, um, and they are they're insipid. They're insipid. Just like it's just uh, right now. It's like they're all different color. Like what one's red, one's yellow, one's blue, one's green, and I think one's purple. And uh, currently, they have a woman. I think she just quit. Anyway. Um, I started looking into the w- Wiggles. They just like sing songs, and the okay. songs are not good, and <laughs> yeah. and their facial expressions are uh, uh, upsetting even to a toddler. I think. Yeah. Um, everything about the Wiggles I <laughs> they're dislike. Just upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. They're the just very upsetting. It's one of my least favorite things to have on, and I watch a lot of bad children's television, and I deeply hate do. the Wiggles. So. But I looked into it. I started doing research into the Wiggles. Yeah. Because, oh, so, someone also sent a, uh, a, a story in that the Wiggles are currently doing, uh, the original Wiggles, who started okay. in 1991, are doing an adults-only stadium tour in Australia. Wow. So now it's for no children. No children are allowed. And then people just go and fill stadiums to watch the original four or five Wiggles, all men, wow. who are like in their 60s now, just like sing children's songs, I guess. I don't That's know. They must so say insane. fuck every once in a while because it's adults only and it says adults only in big letters. But I realized why the Wiggles became popular. And now I have slightly more respect for the Wiggles, but not much more. Uh, so they started in 1991, okay. and and what was revolutionary about them was that it was four or five men who were speaking to children and taking care of children and like okay. being goofy and huh. silly and laughing and dancing and singing, 
Whereas like the Australian like male identity was like killing a crocodile or like playing Australian rules oh. football. So this was like revolutionary when it came out in Australia in the 1990s. Yeah. Um, and the reason that they always they always have their hands up in like kind of like jazz hands. Yes. And the reason was was to always have the children see where where their hands were. So like we're safe because they're men. Yeah, because they're men. And that was like judged as like insane that you would do that in the 90s in Australia. So they have to always be like doing jazz hands to be like, we're not bad people. Isn't that insane? Well, it's insane because in real world, if you were out and any man did jazz hands anywhere near you, (laughs) you would pick up your children and run. (laughs) You would run a, a grown man doing jazz hands. Is more terrifying than a man with his hands yeah. in his pockets. Yeah, unless it's Nathan Lane or something. It's like, <laughs> get away from that. If it's Lynn Manuel, then you go, that's fine. He's good at this. Oh, that's my incredible. God. Yeah, the only experience I have with Wiggles is there is a, a strip club in Queens that I tried <laughs> to open a Red Bull account, and it was called Wiggles. No. And I go in, I go, hey, because in New York, you can't have alcohol. And fully nude. If it's fully nude, there's no alcohol. Wiggles yeah. was uh, fully nude, so the best you could do besides drugs in the bathroom was pound energy drinks. And I go into Wiggles, and I meet the the general manager, and I go, hey, we're here with Red Bull. We're an energy drink company. We want to set up an account with you. He goes, oh, I already have an energy drink. And he had white-labeled Wiggles energy drink, and it was a topless woman holding a katana sword, uh, and it just had Wiggles energy on it. <laughs> and he sold them for $5 a can, and at one point we had one in our Red Bull office. I no longer have it, but dear God, if anybody out there has a Wiggles energy drink can, uh. let me know. I will pay for shipping. It was, And we were like, so you don't need it? He goes, ah, I don't need it. I just sell my own. Oh my God, I love that so much. It was a topless woman in heels and a high-hipped thong holding a sword in front of her, and it just said Wiggles Energy on it. And I'm like, this guy is getting them. He's a genius. He's a genius. Uh, Well, that is another episode of What a Nice One. We want to thank everybody. And also, Uh, listen, if you have stories, you have confessions, Go to Instagram, follow us, uh, DM us your stories, your confessions. Uh, anything goes with the two of us. Uh, thank you so much, Scotty. You too, Curdy B. I'll see you in a couple weeks. <laughs> Bananas. This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced and engineered by Katie Levine. Theme music by Kahan. And all of our artwork is done by Travis Millard. You can follow us on Instagram at The Bananas Podcast, where we post stories every day and things that we don't cover on the podcast. Listen, subscribe, and please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. And if you're interested in advertising on Bananas, please email us at thebananaspodcast at gmail.com. That's thebananaspodcast at gmail.com. 